everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Lisa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your dreams. <laughs> Melissa, are you gonna be okay? No, why why am I so bad at this? <laughs> I think it went fine. I'm like crying. Melissa was taking a drink, really threw our rhythm off. <laughs> it's all good. Maya just always is very unpredictable to me like when she does it I can she really launches in at a moment when we're all giggling and I really think I know when it's gonna happen and then it doesn't and then I'm drinking and then it happens who knows (laughs) well I could have like looked at you but I didn't well you (laughs) I can't tell when you're looking at me versus when you're not looking at me no, but I could have looked at you and seen that you were not prepared. Oh, yes, you could have done that. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't do that. Uh, so we have, do we have some listener letters that we're finally going to yeah, read? Yeah, are we going to finally read some of those? Uh, yeah, we've got this great one from our pal Mimi. Hey, Mimi. 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 <laughs> I don't know how we didn't already read this because this one is so good because you sent a picture of a pet (gasps) listeners if you want your email read you gotta send a picture of a pet because (laughs) what happens if they don't have a pet though i don't have a pet well you could uh, you know a plant a pet rock uh or any picture of an animal you you could tell us it's your pet (laughs) okay well I mean, I'd rather not be lied to, but... Yeah, don't encourage them to lie to us. I mean, they don't have to lie. They could just say, here's a random picture of a dog that I thought that you would like. And I probably will like it. (gasps) I'll take a cute Probably. (laughs) Anyway, All right, what's Mimi got to say? Mimi, one, is from a tiny rural town in the Midwest, and they aren't exactly 100% on top of popular culture all the time. (laughs) See, (laughs) rolling being big my sophomore year of high school is like, Mimi, that's hilarious because... Melissa and I are also from the Midwest. And you know what? I don't think that our schools were really on top of popular culture (laughs) either. Um, But anyway, Mimi is 19, older end of Gen Z. um, Just calls it Instagram. If it really needs to be abbreviated, she would say Insta. Damn, where did I get such false False, information? information. (laughs) She says, to answer the more recent question, best Twilight character to name a cat after, I have to say Esme because I actually have a cat named Esme and she's <gasps> the love of my life. Fair. That's fair. And then there's a picture of Esme with like a ribbon around her neck. Could you describe Esme to us? She's a tabby. Um, that really covers it, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like a pretty round head kind of short ears in this photo um she just looks like really snuggly there's one of her lying down with her little striped tail um it's adorable i mean having a pet she's beautiful she's lovely just perfect um mimi please know i would die for esme um i don't know if no i probably would (laughs) <laughs> if you put Esme in front of me I'd be like oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> theoretically right now I want to say no but whatever and then there are like so many I want to read but there was another that I picked for today what was it oh it was Olivia's okay <gasps> the so. other Olivia I was like Olivia did you email us and not either of Maya or Melissa's other Olivia's this is uh-huh. other other Olivia other other Olivia <laughs> this is the podcast's other Olivia <laughs> If my Olivia listens to this podcast, I would be very surprised. 
My Olivia does not listen to this podcast. Well, you know what, then? I have a leg up on both other Olivias. Yeah. Because I do this podcast with you. Um, Olivia writes, Ari, James being described as plain. I saw a TikTok recently that showed a section in the guide where it says that James was playing as a vampire because he was exceptionally ugly as a human (laughs) and was delighted to be suddenly seen as just plain when he awoke as a vampire. I thought that was so funny and had to share. It was the best that nature could do. Like what? (laughs) Nature improved on what it was working with. Trying to imagine like the ugliest person I've ever seen. And I I don't know. I, I I don't think I rarely think of people as like being hideous i'm just like oh they're not like for me but are they, they must be like kind of plain i don't I mean, know i guess it's rude but like once in a while you see somebody who's kind of ugly but like, like that never happens kind of ugly is a lot different than hideously except ugly. ugly ugly <laughs> like i really can't think of anyone that i'm like oh you're fugly <laughs> like the only thing i can think of is like that Stephanie Meyer was like, James was like deformed as a human. And I like resent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like resent Fuck that. that. If you have like some kind of facial difference, right. then as a vampire, you cannot still be beautiful. I don't know. Right. Because no one is like exceptionally ugly. Listeners, if you look I at mean- yourself in the mirror and you're like, I'm so ugly. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're just not. I agree with you, Maya. Although also, like, I don't know. I think beauty is a thing. So, like, I think that there is ugliness. It just doesn't mean that your worth as a person is different. Uh, I feel like there's kind of like a, it bottoms out. Like, I think beauty is real. But I really don't look at people, like you said, like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, Meh. I've seen ugly, but people. like I never look at anyone and think that they are exceptionally ugly. Well, you're a very kind spirit. <laughs> like, oh, you are so. <laughs> like beauty is like infinite and can like go off, but like it ze- it like zeroes out. You know, I you guess. can only get so ugly. Then you can only get so beautiful. That's true. You know what? I think I do believe that because when people are too beautiful, they start to look weird. like even Edward himself is like well people think that we're beautiful but then if they look too hard and start to think about it it creeps them out right so maybe it's finite ugly to beautiful and then the outsides are like just something totally else um I'm gonna also mention that Olivia talked about how um Jasper's scars it's implied that her human eyes are too weak to take them in. Right. Um, so like, it's only when she's a vampire that, and she sees him again, she's shocked and kind of terrified because she can suddenly see how intense his scars look. I was kind of wondering like, if you're like a human with like a really good eyesight, like really good eyesight, <laughs> are you like, so just no one's talking about Jasper? Okay. Well, it would be impolite to talk about I feel like you would just assume that everybody saw it also, but nobody nobody knows him well enough to ask him about it. Yeah, but they're all gossiping about the Cullens. It's true. She also ends with something that's fun, but it's about Eclipse, so maybe I'll save it for Eclipse, but the last line of that oh, is... we'll forget. Frankly, S. Meyer has never met an inconsistency she didn't love. 
thought that was very funny. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> like Olivia, you nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. And then I know that we got to get on and talk about the um the chapters, chapters, the but. Bridget wrote in with a picture of Brody. Bridget! We always love to see Brody. Uh, He's really growing. Yeah, I'm so proud of him. Good job, Brody. Yeah. He's a Dalmatian. He's like cocked the side just a little. His ears are so floppy. Good job, Bridget. Soulful. (laughs) Um, Just the way Edward likes them. (laughs) All right, who's on it? It ain't my turn. It's not Melissa. I think it's my turn. Oh my God. I think it is me. Okay. I read this two days ago and I'm already like, do I remember? I I think I can do this. You can. I believe in you. Yeah. I think it's okay. Chapter 24, ambush. So as we recall, they're leading James away from Forks, trying to get him like, wait, oh, across the street <laughs> is a chihuahua in a hot pink jacket you have to stop <laughs> looking out the window <laughs> we gotta like take maya away from the window <laughs> <laughs> i can't record in the other room because it's like extra echoey okay so they're leading him away they're like up north trying to get him away from the water because it's too easy to escape through water um and when they get like far enough away and close enough to him, they turn because they're like, we're going to surprise attack him. But he's like, aha, it was a trick. How delightful. <laughs> and he leads them on this like wild goose chase and he like doubles back a lot and he'll like make it look like he jumped off a cliff, but really he just climbed down and then climbed to the side for a while. Um, and, like random stuff. And he'll like Very detailed. find a river. It's extremely detailed. He'll find a river to jump into. And then they've got to call Alice and be like, okay, we all decide a different direction. What, who finds him? Um, who finds the trail? And he just like lengthens his lead, lengthens his lead until finally he takes a plane and they lose him. And so they're like, okay, let's call Alice. We're gonna come back. And Alice is like, um, okay, so he's coming here to Phoenix. Um, something with Esme. This is really bad. He's gonna stretch us too thin. And they're like, damn, okay, we gotta go Phoenix. Um, chapter 25, race. They land in Phoenix. Edward's like really tense and um he can't wait to see Bella and there's a lot of very funny stuff about them on the plane and like the shenanigans to not get direct sunlight on them like they're in sweaters but their hands are like in their armpits and at one point Emmett puts his hand on Edward's neck so Edward will keep his face down but then I'm like okay now Emmett's hand is exposed like none of this is like really adding up but it's fine um and just when Edward is about to see Bella he hears Alice's like anguished mental voice that Bella has escaped and sees through her visions of Bella like getting into this car and so then we get into the car chase dun, dun, dun. it is an exhaustive play-by-play of the Phoenix expressways cars <laughs> moving you're in Alice's head and Edward's head and he's like seeing the road through Jasper and Emmett's eyes as well they steal a couple cars honestly they probably should have caused a couple deaths 
through what they do to get they're there just on too, time. They're just too skilled, though. They're so good at it. At one point, Emmett flips a car yeah. in the traffic. Yeah. But he waits but for the perfect moment where there will be the least amount anybody. of people. Yeah, there will be injuries, but no fatalities. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> this is risky. And... Every moment, Alice is like, no, if you do that, she dies. So they're trying to orchestrate it for this one teensy little possible future where Bella manages to survive. They arrive near the ballet studio. They jump out all silent and Edward throws himself at the door. And there's a lot of angst. So it's like a lot of car, but Stephanie was having fun. So I had some fun. I wrote that it was a lot more like tense and exciting on the second read. The first time I read it, I was like, Jesus Christ. Was it just like so unexpected the first time that it was like, wait, we're not at the ballet studio yet? Right. Because they also keep talking about how they're seconds away the entire time. Okay. So I wrote down exactly (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What's my grade? Oh, um, I can do 7.5. An 8. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Um, let's see. I wrote down. Ex- okay. So on the top of 562, there are only minutes until Bella will be dead. So then there's 11 more pages, <laughs> but they're racing in a car. So that's right. like kind of plausible, but like also interspersed throughout that. He's like, now we only have two seconds and then you get two more pages. And he's like, we have one second. And then then everything moves when you're a vampire. (laughs) Just really hard to put all of that into perspective when it also takes me like 20 minutes to read this section. (laughs) There's also like the element of Alice's visions though and how like at some points he's like, Bella is screaming or she will be. Right. Like shortly. So you're like kind of back and forth in time as well. Right. Right. Also, we kind of just skipped the whole first chapter that we read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go back and talk about it. Ambush. He's really mad about the plane. Oh, no. This is. I skipped ahead again. (laughs) Even further back than that. I think Ambush is the more boring chase. It's really interesting because this is where we really see Alice's like weird deciding thing. Right. Um, Which we haven't previously really gotten. Like where they literally just decide to decide, (laughs) and that's their plan. And then they figure it out faster. So it and the fact that James is still able to like outwit them, I'm like, how does anyone else stand a chance? Right. <laughs> it is like, wow, James is really good at this. Well, when they got to the first lake, like I get the decide, like Emmett decides to go left, Carlisle decides to go right, Edward's gonna go on the far edge. Like, who's gonna find him first? But then I was thinking, like, they run 300 miles an hour, just run around the lake. Until you find the scent. Like, I mean, he does say, take? he says, I'm going to find it. How big could this lake be? I don't fucking know. Not 300 miles. Not 300 miles. <laughs> and he also does say at one point, like, this is, I'm jumping ahead again, but when they're in the cars, he's like, we were going so fast, everything else stood still. You can run faster. I was like, than you're this. going like 120 miles per hour. It's yeah. not, you're not going at like the speed of light or whatever. Right. <laughs> You're still in a car. In a car. (laughs) You can run faster than cars. Exactly. So they, and they have to run super far into Canada, which I guess is interesting. 
cats. They've ran for hours. So they've gone like hundreds and hundreds of miles. And this also made me think about the physicality of vampires again. I was like, really? You're going to run it like 300 miles for hours and like your body can just do that? That's what I was thinking too. They just like literally can't get tired, right? I was like, that doesn't seem possible. They're overpowered. What? I guess it's eventually they would need to feed. Right. Like you're running for hours at 300 miles per hour. Like it's just not like, like nothing in our entire universe can continually expend energy without energy going in. That's like basics of the entire universe. But they're magic. Obviously this system is magical, but I feel like she'd ever... It's just not that kind of magic. Like they're just a creature who doesn't exist. It would it would be more interesting if this was something that they had to deal with. Like, oh, they had like, to stop and drain some mountain lines. It wouldn't even be that hard. They kind of get into it with the cars. They're so good at catching them. They're like, oh, this minivan's tires weren't built for the speed, so we right. have to figure out like that we can't go so as fast. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. These are things I wouldn't some consider. Limitations here. I'm sure your yeah. bodies are the same exact way, but. Yeah, their only limitation is water because they can't track anything through water. And hang on. They run, 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 right? Right. They run super fast for hours. Uh And then Edward goes directly to Seattle. Mm -hmm. What about his shoes? His shoes got fucked up. Oh, 100%. (laughs) At no point is he like- They don't need shoes. They're barefoot runners. Kicked off my shoes. But then you can't get onto a plane without shoes. (laughs) <laughs> went to forks and got shoes maya obviously <laughs> didn't i love melissa um oh shoot i can't remember what what i was gonna say <laughs> i'm sorry oh i said how their only limitation is water oh is it true that you can't track scent through water okay. i guess that sounds plausible this was something that i thought was impossible until i watched that goddamn octopus documentary <gasps> yeah he tracks the octopus and he's a human and octopus is, it's an octopus. He tracks it by like <laughs> okay. the things that he like swims through. Like you can see his like- the octopus little... is down on the, down on the ocean floor. Like James is just gonna like swim okay. straight. Yeah. And these are just fucking vampires that can like smell things hundreds of miles away. Yeah, I'm really sure I mean, that can I mean, transfer in the water. smell in the water. Exactly. I guess the difference is that humans can't breathe the- water into their nose so then we can't smell it because it's not in your nose right they don't need to breathe anyway. vampires don't need air right question what happens to liquids that they ingest just go straight through there's no through melissa there's no end of the waste system drinks it and it just comes out the bottom if he eats pizza if he eats pizza, he's got to hack it up. Nothing is going to make the pizza go through his body. Okay, I bet what they do. I'm just saying that why it would just, water go it just through goes. his body? It just Here's goes. what they do. They open their mouths and they do a handstand and it just <laughs> water falls out. Yeah, yeah. So they could let Gravity. water go through their non-lungs that don't exist so that they could smell the water. Right. It's not like they can drown. Sure, right, like sharks can track things by exactly. sight, can't they? Yeah. If they can smell blood, then they're smelling something. Yeah. And they follow it. Yeah, I'm not convinced by this. Like, if James can smell some socks that are inside of Edward's right. pocket, I mean, inside of a car. Bella does have stinky ass feet. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I kind of buy it because they don't have gills. 
Okay, somebody who's a marine biologist, please write in to explain the mechanics of how sharks smell things. Also, listeners, in case you didn't know, Olivia has like a big ass octopus tattoo. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You should all watch My Octopus Teacher, which is a documentary really that reference. It's very good. It's yeah. heart wrenching and heartwarming. I bet you didn't think so because it's about an octopus. I would say more heartwarming than heart wrenching because it's very. You know what's going to happen. Yes, it's really good though. Anyway, I didn't know what was going to happen. I learned a lot about how a, a human can track an octopus. So. And I know a lot about octopuses and I still learn things about octopuses. Exactly. Is that the plural of octopus? Yes. Okay. So octopi <laughs> is like sort of a false backwards construction. Like it's not, I think it's a Greek word, not a Latin word, which is why octopi is not really correct. And so I think the Greek way to pluralize it is octopodes, but like, fuck that. <laughs> we live in America. I love octopodes. So wow. octopuses is actually accepted. I can't say I've had to Google this for any of our books lately, so I don't know. <laughs> that is the kind of thing that you would need to know. I know. The correct, the Merriam-Webster preferred. The Merriam-Webster 11th edition official take on the plural of octopus. See if I'm correct. Listeners, yesterday, Melissa sent us a link to the Chicago Manual of Style, like, <laughs> merch page, and they have skateboards. You can get a Chicago. They literally have skateboards that just advertise the Chicago manual of style. Okay. Merriam <laughs> Webster nice. lists both octopuses yeah. and octopi, but octopuses is listed first, so that's preferred. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Good so to know. Um, I have something I want to say about the very beginning of the chapter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where Edward whispers instructions to Carlisle and Carlisle texts them to Alice. <laughs> Bella needs to eat at least three times every 24-hour period, and hydration is important. She should have water on hand, ideally eight hours of sleep. Bella is pretty much a grown-up with, like, words. She can be like, hey, I'm hungry. Also, Carlisle's a doctor. I was like, why is Edward telling Carlisle? They make a point of living with humans. Like, they sit at lunch every day in the cafeteria. It really, like, especially the she should have water on hand was very, like, she's taking care of a little dog. (laughs) Like, put out a bowl for her. It's like, handle the fact that Edward was like, Carlisle, doctor man, tell them that she needs to drink water. And he's like, yep, water, what else? (laughs) He says it probably wasn't necessary, but it made me feel better. But like, so Edward. Yeah, God. Okay, here's the thing that I felt really stupid once I understood it. But Alice texts back the letter Y in acknowledgement. And I was at first confused by this. And I think it's because the first time she does it, he hasn't asked a question. Like, he just says, tell her I'm very serious about this. Oh, yeah. And she's like, why? Why? And she goes, why? And I was like, why? Later, she's always doing yes and no. So it's like part of that. And so I was like, oh, it means yes. Nobody does that. No. Like, how much more work would okay be? I know. (laughs) Especially when they type, I don't even know. What what would her words per minute be? (laughs) Infinite. Minute words per minute. <laughs> um, also, while they're driving, they keep like stopping to refuel and like leave little hints of Bella's scent. But like, she never has to get out of the car. Yeah, if they're trying to trick James into thinking Bella's in this bag, it's like, 
okay, she needs to eat three times a day and you're never feeding her? She never, like, takes a pee break on the side of the road? No pee breaks. Wow, good. Would he be willing to follow for potentially days and days? Well. Wow. Good point. Probably not, because he's going to know she's not in there. Also, you're going to run out of country. Like, (laughs) you just just go in big old Just, like, circle Canada forever? (laughs) Drive all the way east to, like, Prince Edward Island. Like, they can't run any farther south because of all the people, I guess. Fun, apparently. This book truly implies that, like, fuck all, nobody lives in Canada. <laughs> like, they, they find it very easy to just drive. He says through the northern territories and into the Arctic Circle. That is far. I guess not that many people live up there. It's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, how about Esme never being more than a few yards from Charlie? A few yards. A few yards. That's so close. They're in the suburbs. You know how like in comedies, like when someone's being followed, they'll like stop, feel suspicious, look around, (laughs) see the person following them is like like, freeze behind like a telephone (laughs) pole. I just thought about the um like urban legend slash fact that in the city you're never farther than like I don't know whatever it is 20 feet from a rat or whatever it is and that one I believe like I'm never more than 20 feet away from a wall and I assume there's rats in the walls oh yeah totally. <laughs> but in the suburbs like he drives to work if there was a car right behind him all the time he would notice it what I was imagining was that Esme would just run a pace Running with the, the car i guess maybe in his enough, blind spot maybe there's enough trees in forks that this would work <laughs> maybe she has kind of like on like oh my the God, back on, of the car or the bottom <laughs> maybe she's under the car <laughs> i mean what good is she gonna do there which how are you gonna protect him if you're under the car yeah what is she what's she gonna be able to do there victoria could just like crash out of the sky and this protection is necessary because Victoria is like running around forks and Edward calls Bella and it's like, she's digging Bella, but there's nothing to find. And I'm, I'm like, like, there's yeah, plenty really to find. Nothing to find. Like, what is she? School records. Like, you know where Bella's house is. What? Why are you going into all the public buildings? And right. What could school she? records. Medical records. What does that help? Well, then she knows who the family is and where they live. Right. I.e. Renee. Right. Renee's information wouldn't be on that stuff. It might be on her school stuff. Yeah. I feel like they just put Charlie's address. I think it's plausible that you'd have to list yeah. your other parent. Yeah, no, my as, as a divorcee, my <laughs> school stuff had both my parents, um, even though I only lived with the one. But in that case, there is something to find. Listeners, just to be clear, Melissa is the daughter of divorcees not a divorcee <laughs> oh yeah i'm i am myself not a divorcee although <laughs> i kind of like that ring too like like hi i'm almost i'm a divorcee oh my god i would okay i could see wow you. my entire perspective on marriage <laughs> has changed completely <laughs> you would be such a good divorced person oh my god like okay you know that woman who got divorced and then took like those photos of her and like Hang on, let me find them. She took like revenge pictures after her divorce. <laughs> like truly, that that is now a primary motivator for getting married. For me, uh, let us know uh, what 
your which is hilarious because I don't believe in the institution of marriage because of all the divorces that I've witnessed in my life right (laughs) but this would be me approaching marriage not to have some sort of like gross life contract with someone but to solely become a divorcee oh my god I can so get behind that no it so works I don't know how I feel about this (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm not uh, I'm not convinced by all of this okay we we gotta keep going so James gets in a plane and they're like oh right planes (laughs) like fuck why didn't we think of that and that's when I think this is when we find out that they go faster they they can run faster than small planes but can't run as fast as a big plane so there's your little like figure out how fast they go because they That's definitely can... slower than the speed of light or so sound or whatever we're supposed to Slower assume. than the speed of... <laughs> Nothing can go faster than the speed of light. Like, again, physics. Nobody understands how anything could plausibly go faster than the speed of light. They can go faster than the tiny plane that James gets into. So they're like, maybe we'll beat him to Forks. But they know that they won't beat him to Phoenix unless they get in a giant plane. And I think that is also where a lot of our calculations... I don't know, I think problems with the vampire lore came in is at the end of Twilight oh, and we're like, why did they fast. why did they get on a plane to go to um Well big planes Arizona? go very fast. Let's see. Well oh, that's actually, only a typical commercial passenger jet cruises at around four hundred and sixty to five hundred and seventy-five miles per hour. That's not as fast as I thought. I thought it was three thousand miles an hour. No, the top speed for a 747 is about 570 miles per hour. hour. So, oh, topped out at 825 miles per hour. So they go several hundred miles. He estimated, wait, the Concorde? I don't know. 1,300 miles per hour. Damn, according to Google. That's like what Google tells me when I Google it. google says when you google <laughs> shut up um in the year 2000 which is twice the speed of sound air fans concord oh. crashed minutes after taking off from paris killing all 109 people on board and four on the ground so that's why they don't use it anymore what but you what? Used to be able what? To go from new york to london in three hours holy shit i think Fuck. we should bring it back okay guys the speed of sound is 343 Wow, that's a lot slower than I Me- thought it was. Wait, is that meters? It's probably meters per second. Oh, never Don't mind. That's a lot faster than I thought. <laughs> that's 300 miles. Six. Per okay, hour. the speed of sound is 660. No, <laughs> the speed of sound is 767 miles per hour. So they go. They definitely go slower than that because if you go faster than the speed of sound, you create whatever those are called the sound boom. sonic boom the, the sonic boom and we would know if they made sonic booms you guys so are teaching me so much they right definitely <laughs> go slower than 767 miles per hour damn okay but truly i thought the speed of sound was a lot faster than that anyway alice alice's voice erupted from the phone trilling with speed he's coming here he's coming to phoenix if he's not already here so it is possible that in his little plane, he no Alice just transferred her. Yeah, Alice but, just doesn't know like when he left or when he's gonna get. Back. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. But wouldn't she not? Wouldn't she be able to 
tell that he's already there just because she couldn't see anymore because she can't see the past right she's i don't know what he what she can tell about james is a little sketchy and confusing. right yeah she like gets to know him better over time like she could just supposedly like theoretically can't she just like see where he is and then you don't have to do the like what if i go this way what if i go to that way do i find him and i think the only the only reason is because she can't see him as well as she can see edward and carlisle and emmett okay because she can look short term into the future we know from the very next chapter where edward's like alice i need the next 30 seconds every possibility (laughs) so if she knew james better she could be like all right where's the next two seconds for james right i i had a minor brain blast in that (gasps) just like with her visions if like when they're running chasing james and they make the plan and decide to have the deciding plan they're like oh for all future decisions this is what we're gonna do until alice tells us which one to do like in the act of deciding to make that plan would alice not get the whole picture I kind of thought about that too and I was like the the thing has to be that like James's James will also make decisions oh, that might true. change along the way and that's true many possible futures oh right that's true so she's still there's not one single path through it because James could still do different right because depending on how quickly the Cohens are on his trail or how close they are he's going to make a different decision and so the closer they like, get at every moment there's still infinite futures in front of you Ooh. like is there at every moment yes but not really because there couldn't be a future in the next second where i'm in paris yes but that doesn't mean it's not infinite but there could be a future where you're like one centimeter over and two centimeters like over. infinite the confusing thing about infinity is that like even though there's no future where you're in paris in five seconds it doesn't mean there's not still infinite futures yeah that's so confusing there's still infinite but like, like there's infinite, less like than in math, it's less in no no less of infinity is still infinity but like isn't infinity everything like infinity you, times some infinities are bigger than other infinities <laughs> that's not good math it's a good <laughs> quote but it's not good math isn't infinity, infinity times everything. infinity is also infinity and it's not a larger infinity it's just still infinity that that it has to be larger though, because it's, you're nope. taking two infinities and you're <laughs> multiplying them. I know that it doesn't make sense to human brains, but the truth <laughs> is that infinity is just what it is. It can't be bigger or larger than any other infinity. Okay, but Scott, in my infinity, that's what the cons, I'm right. Are you gonna call Scott to see if I'm right? Because I know I'm right. I oh, I know you're saying. Like in Scott. the infinities of things that can happen in the you're future, there me. are some that can't happen. So, like, yes, but that doesn't mean that there aren't infinite futures still. But doesn't Basically, it mean that there's slightly less infinity than this other infinity? No. 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 So infinity, infinity works. means going on endlessly. That doesn't mean that you're going to like get every single thing that like you can think of, you know? But it does mean that the things that you get will go on forever. Right. Further question then. 
is there actually then infinity possibilities? Yes. That's the definition of infinity. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like- That's what or infinity like, is. Like there's a fin- infinity different things like for the next second of me yes. living possibilities. Yes. Yeah. That means it goes on with no end, but actually yes. there has to be an end. There's only there's so many things I can do. No, incorrect. What do you mean incorrect? Because it's also, it's like the infinity of reality. It's not like you, your physical body can't do infinite things but the right reality of the entire universe can do infinite things in the next second i'm just not smart enough for this podcast guys <laughs> i i'm not saying that i, I think under- i might have been lost with that last one <laughs> <laughs> like okay melissa's right that like you can't do infinite things with your body in one second because like you only have so many I'm parts human. of your body right if some, right. could someone uninfinite do this? Or this, or this? <laughs> if you're an astrophysicist, please write it. <laughs> okay, so I was an astronomy minor in college. Um, I mean, between that I, and my math minor, I feel like we have enough information about infinity. I have no contribution to this, right? <laughs> right um, we got to move on. We have to get yeah, to the cars. We have to get to the cars. Yeah. Okay, so they're on the plane. Emma she is- skipped some stuff. I was so excited. We don't have to get she on the plane. She skips a lot. She Good skips job. the whole plane, right? Okay, we show up in Phoenix. They're taxiing. Right. Wow. It's agonizing. Emmett, bulging out of a sweater that was several <laughs> sizes too small. How? As though we thought we were thing. some kind of celebrities. It was like, no, you look no, like creeps. You look like a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> really <sure>. creepy. <laughs> And, like, Edward has his hands, like, in his armpits. Well, it just says my arms were folded so that my hands were hidden. But I'm, I like, I was also how, imagining him like that. Yeah, how are they all hiding every inch of skin? Well, they're inside the plane. There's not much direct sunlight. No, there was an excess of direct sunlight in the plane. <laughs> exactly what Page 558, top of the that. second paragraph. I got that. <laughs> My Marlette pulled receipt. <laughs> Man, Stephanie really does just like, she really makes it not possible for us to, to pull out. I'm trying to defend you, Stephanie. Explanations. Yeah, we're trying to help her. And trying to help her out. Nothing. So then like the little ting goes off and they are all immediately out of their seats and like slithering past all the other people and like at the door. And there's, they surprise the stewardess so much that they're like there so fast that they just like, she steps back and so they're able to like walk through the door um, and they're on their way. All right. Um, and then Edward hears Alice's mind like a sudden vortex erupting out of a calm sea, sucking me under. So then he's like, because <gasps> he's so freaked out. And there's a human security officer eyeing them suspiciously. They're all- They're very suspicious. Anyone you mention right now that aren't the Collins are a human, Edward. <laughs> Does it say human security guard? <laughs> I was vaguely aware of his awareness of the human security officer eyeing us suspiciously. It's like, yeah, because you yeah, look we like weirdos. That. You're all weirdos, yeah. And Emmett goes- no, I've got your phone right here. <laughs> I don't think I ever appreciated 
how close together all of this happens. Like, I guess you know that Bella kind of waits for the last second on purpose, but also it's just kind of when she figures out her plan finally. And, you know, she just goes off and then she almost dies and then they show up right in time. It's just like how things work (laughs) when it's the climax of the book. But from Edward's point of view, you see how close together. She's like two minutes ahead of them. Right. Yeah. A very reachable distance, technically. And yet. And yet. So, I mean, the only reason they have to get in the cars is because they can't be seen, right? Because otherwise, running would be faster than getting in the car. Right. And the freeways are technically offer them a direct route. But they can also, like, jump. Yeah. Like, they can go directly no matter what. You know, you jump over the house. Now I want to Google how fast the human eye can see things. I feel like we already did this. <laughs> did we already try? I think we did. It's like, can't they just run so fast that nobody's going to notice them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're apparently going Sounds so fast. Sounds faster than a car else. going 180 exactly. miles an hour. Well, Edward answers this as well, because later on, he's like, are we close enough to just get out of the car and run right, there? Right. No, the others aren't as fast as me. So like he's I'm saying so he could run fast enough to not really be seen, but the others are just like a smidge too slow and they'll be seen. And he's like, what do you think them. it was? Like aliens, government weapons? And then they like <sighs> get to this super souped up car that sounds hideous. It's like orange and purple. I was like, oh my God, it's my dream car. <laughs> The paint job was hideous. Violently orange bubbles the size of my head rising from what appeared to be deep purple lava. I'd never seen a car so conspicuous in a hundred years. I was like, Hot Wheels, do a Midnight Sun brand partnership deal. Oh my God. But like, also I was like, wow, there's really going to be this souped up car that has two go-go buttons just like hanging out. Go-go one, go-go two. It's just hanging out. I learned a lot about souped up cars in this moment because I was like, what the fuck is nitro? What's nitrous? And why does it need to be, it needs to be a gas? Oh, that sounded wrong too. Where is that? It had to like heat up. It would take a moment for the nitrous to heat from gas to liquid. That's opposite of like every other thing that exists right. as far as i know you heat it and it turns into you a gas. heat a liquid to gas so unless nitrous is like some but also i, I trust daphne about cars i know i do but mm. this sounds like not physics with like the application of heat to nitrous oxide it decomposes and releases the individual elements in it If injected into the engine system, nitrous oxide will break down into oxygen and nitrogen upon heat application. Those are still gases. Yeah. Combustion of the extra oxygen produced and more fuel generates more power. That's cool. Damn. I didn't even know that this existed. Very cool. But the gas to liquid thing still sounds wrong, Stephanie. I I just like, I literally didn't even think that in 2005 when this takes place that you could get some (laughs) go-go buttons in your car just as you a, have enough money melissa you can get clearly anything clearly i just assumed that this would be like some sort of like space vehicle that used that is used by the government not that you know some weirdo guy can just get it in arizona right a car with go-go buttons they're very good at stealing cars 
they're like really ready to go. They know how to do it. Carlisle always has a first aid kit in Which, the back why? of the car. Why? God, because he's a doctor, I guess. But like how often they are don't people almost dying in front of them? Yeah, exactly. They don't need a first aid kit. So it's the just in case. And then they steal another car also and they like Hey, I didn't get that. They like Okay, wait, but before that, before that, he um my favorite part is when he goes through such a small space that he breaks the side mirrors off of the car and then Emmett and Jasper each look out their side of the car and then Edward, by listening to their brains, gets a 360 view of his car. Like he should have just done that from the beginning. stupidest and funniest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. I also felt like one person looking out the back of the car might, might do it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funnier if they're looking out each side. Um, and then Alice is like trying not to think about Bella and the future and how yeah. she's going to be in a pool of blood and focus on just the like mutations of the cars through the road so that Edward can see for 30 seconds. Right. And, and they see police blockades coming up. Yeah. So why does that mean? That they have to switch cars. Well, the police know they're, what they only know car. the one car. Okay, but like, don't they just know it's the car that's going two hundred miles an hour? Yeah, but I don't think they stop before the second blockade, and then they cause that wreck. And but then, why does being in a different car matter if it's just before they get to the roadblock? You know, I don't know. I don't I, understand this. It made sense to me when it was happening because yeah, a roadblock to me means you block like the they are setting up things to literally block, block the road. anyone using it right so it doesn't matter what car you're in they're just blocking the road i can only assume that when they cause the car wreck the fan for the second blockade falls through they're like oh fuck we can't we're gonna use our police right. officers and cars to go to this wreck. just go to the wreck and because also since supposedly the car that was in the chase is the one that wrecked right so that i guess does make sense because they drive off away from the accident without people noticing without the police right. noticing because they're in a different car except then they just start going 200 miles an hour again Right. I'm like, yeah, so they're not thrown off completely for sure. Right. It just but like I think the they down were enough. we gotta talk about how they changed cars. Oh, for sure. Because it's for sure bananas. So they have to do it underneath an overpass. Is an overpass really that dark? No. No. It's not. But fine. <laughs> they just need shade. They need some shade. And so I really don't think they should even bother worrying about their skin. Right? It's like, there's a lot going on you here. Who's going to notice? You are causing car crashes and you're yeah. injecting this woman with something. Like, yeah. at this point, don't worry about your skin. I know. Okay, we got we got to walk the listeners through it. Sure. So Alice shows Edwards, like, all the different vehicles that are in front of them. Uh, and he picks one. So as they're driving, they approach this car and kind of like nudge it towards the edge of the road so that they each have to slow down and they like kind of cut in front of it to force both cars to a stop right underneath the overpass. How could you possibly do that when you're going like so you know they're probably going at least 60 70 miles an hour like 
I, under no circumstances, would stop on the highway. No. Never. I mean, they like- This is so dangerous. Everybody's just going to hit you immediately. Right. And then- It already makes no sense to me. She is angry, so she gets out gets of her out of car. car? What world? That's what I thought. I'd lock my doors and then wait for them to get out of the car and then drive away. Yeah. 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 Like some crazy person just- push their car into your car and made you stop on the highway? I'm not getting out of my car. And you're going to get out on the highway? No. And you're a mom. Yeah. This is driven by a lady who has a stick figure family on the back window. Two daughters, three dogs. You're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going home to my kids. No, I'm not risking my life for you today. Yeah. And that checked her or something. Yeah. Yeah. What the? It was not necessary. Like, you're a vampire. You can pick her up, move her to the shoulder, and get in her car and be gone before she even knows what's happening. What is she going to do? What is she going to (laughs) do? Like, she's she's traumatized after this. There is no way that you were And now they just left an unconscious body on the side of the road. He very carefully put her on the concrete divider between the highways. And then caused a car wreck. I'm like you, she's she's probably dead anyway. Yeah. So then Alice watches the traffic. She goes now. Emmett flips a car into oncoming I mean, freeway highway. traffic. Yeah. Oh at the God. perfect moment that there are injuries but no fatalities. How many injuries are you okay with happening here? Right. How could you possibly do this in any way where there's no fatalities? Right. Like the traffic is close together enough that he's having to think really hard about like weaving through the traffic. Right. And like, okay, and maybe I'll- no one dies like in this moment, but like, I'm sure someone dies in the next half hour, in the next I- couple days. Who knows? I can believe, like, you know, I can suspend my disbelief, like, okay, people really do only get hurt and nobody dies from this. But we love Bella, right? Like, how much is mm-hmm. Bella's mm-hmm. life worth? Mm-hmm. They how don't do even you know, know if it's going to work yet. Yeah, yeah, you don't even know that this is going to work. How do you know that when you put this woman's unconscious body on the raised concrete shelf, that when she wakes up dazed and confused, she's not going to wander into traffic and die. Because Alice can tell you. Also, how do you know that these aren't other people's Bellas, bitch? Yeah. Like, what if it wasn't just fatalities and actually, I mean, it wasn't just injuries and you did kill like three people, but you saved Bella. Is that worth it to you? Edward. Obviously, it's worth it to Edward. I can't believe that Bella like has this in her past and she has no knowledge of this like she doesn't know everything that they were willing to do to save her right and we know that she would have feelings about like that's kind of nuts to me imagine if rosalie had been in the car (laughs) yeah she would be like um no thank you we're not doing this (laughs) and once again rosalie is the only good smart one out of all of them yeah so i mean and then that chapter ends they make it there and have you ever and we're supposed to wait now do you know um have you ever heard the term suicide yes we use it all the time no i had never heard of that i had never heard this term is it those things where like there's traffic going in different directions Mm -hmm. and down the middle there's like a turning lane yes and you pull into it to turn to take a left turn i've never heard them called that 
I mean, my dad taught me that when I was learning to drive. He's like, no, pull onto the suicide I lane. Especially confused because later it says the suicide lane transitioned to a left turn lane. Well, yeah, they have to end at like, some point. Isn't the whole thing a left turn lane? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's like, you know, swerving through the regular streets of Phoenix. Along the way, he is, you know, experiencing this mental anguish. Mm. And Jasper is using his power mm. to dull Edward's mental pain so he can focus on what he has to do. And I was like, damn, Jasper is so powerful. Yeah. And it's interesting, it gets more powerful with touch. With touch. I'm like, we really need to explore Jasper this reached forward to touch his fingertips to the back of my neck. It felt like Novocaine washing over my anguish. I feel like really trust somebody. Like Edward can definitely tell that it's happening, but it must be hard sometimes to- Can you imagine having sex with Jasper? Well, that's what I was, like having, being in a relationship with him would be like so confusing. You'd have to trust him so much. Think how good (laughs) he would be working at a haunted house not where I thought you were going with that yeah me neither <laughs> it could be the shittiest haunted house in the world and you would be, be walking thing. out of there dying traumatized yeah you would die afraid I was wondering if he could get me to like do my homework well he can get you to focus he can get so you to focus right focus doesn't feel like an emotion to me either but he can make you focus but focus isn't focus isn't motivation though like maybe he could make me feel like really ambitious, you know? Maybe. Is that a, I guess that's, that's a feeling. Emotion. I think so. Her definition of emotion is yeah, extremely it's like, you know, wide. Like, that broad. sense of like drive. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on the sex bit. I, I just like you would have to be so like you'd have to just trust that like if he makes you feel like you're in the mood, are you really? in In the the mood mood. like if you're having an argument how do you know if you're ready to forgive him or if he's just making you feel like you're ready to forgive him like but he changes your emotions so like technically that is the way that you feel now no if he makes you feel like you're in the moment would that not then make you no in the moment outside force right it's still an outside force i that convinces me for like do i feel like doing x enjoyable thing that i generally like doing like if you feel like eating ice cream you feel like eating ice cream right but like it's more complicated with like well would i have decided to forgive you for this thing that you said or not right like that's more manipulative i think that that like yes you do have to really trust this person but i also think like you know alice and jasper they're literally forever and she can see the future. So like it's she the can, whole thing. I just think that he would have like I I just do trust his like right morals enough that he wouldn't use it. I think they're a good match because they both have like kind of scary and overwhelming right. extra powers. I think like if pretty... Jasper was with a normal vampire, it would be a lot more Oh yeah. Oh my god. Scary. He could not be with a normal vampire. That would yeah. he would have too much power. I know. It's it's too powerful. But so does Alice. Like, do you really want to know how the rest of your life is going to go? I don't think I do. (laughs) But also... But again, she can only see all of the things that might happen. So is it useful? I don't know. (laughs) Seems completely unuseful. Imagine if Edward and Alice were a couple. Just, they would like meld. They would never talk. 
they would just become omniscient like they'd talk like, in like one voice you know like creepy twins saying the exact same thing we think this. they'd like they know meld into all one. the thoughts happening around them they know Here's all the futures happening around them they would just become like an omniscient god that's how they act that is yeah. how that's how they act but they would actually be that <laughs> like if they were together they were romantically together. oh my god it would be scary yeah so scary and that's the chapter that's a chapter and that <laughs> we're really left happened? on the precipice of really exciting He's stuff about like to run in the door 26 wow. yeah Blood. so like i'm ready to keep wow. reading but you know we're, wow, we're done here yeah <laughs> this is like the only time i've felt this this in this book ready to go yeah okay i'll keep reading okay best um, sentence worst sentence I'm going to pick, tell Alice to, no, sorry, Bella needs to eat at least three times every 24-hour period and hydration is important. She should have water in hand, ideally eight hours of sleep as a worst sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I have my best in classic Stephanie fashion. It is about scenery. <gasps> Wait, I might have just found the same thing. Everything was flat yeah. and sun blasted around the highway, wide open with no place to hide from the light. The sky, an enormous pale blue dome that seemed almost white in the glaring heat. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's atmosphere. I, I was just about to pick that as my best. That's a good one. My best is right above that. I would say this for Arizona. The sun might be ridiculous, but the freeways were exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you can think that in this time, Edward. How exceptional the freeways are. You know, they've got so many lanes. You know, what's my worst? I kind of just skipped over the sentences I didn't like um, in this <laughs> chapter, you know? Like, it's just going so yeah, fast. I was reading fast. I was definitely reading fast. Yeah, like, I, I just wanted to get to the, the exciting bits, so I feel like I skimmed the bad things. Um... Okay, here's one. In Alice's head, the vehicles on the road froze. She spun them counterclockwise and then back again. I saw them stretching first vertically and then horizontally. The pattern was tight, but there were tiny holes. I memorized them. I'm going to go worst on that. Yeah. Um, it's like a little too movie-ish. It's like she wanted us to imagine that point in the action movie where like the scene freezes. It slows down. Camera spins right. around so you can see everything. And I just don't, like, that doesn't make sense with, like, how their brains, how their senses work, how their extra senses work. Oh, I, ha I have a worst. It's a little too much. Um, this is when they're in the garage and they get stuck behind an Escalade. <laughs> um, and he says, the way was so narrow, I had no option but to ride its tail and try to startle the other driver with one long honk. Alice saw that it wouldn't work, but I couldn't resist. That made me so mad. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Got it funny. It was relatable. It's like, you know yelling is not going to work, but you have to do it anyways. But like, he literally knows it's not going to work. <laughs> he literally knows. <laughs> I enjoyed this more than I thought. I didn't, I didn't pick a best. I don't know if I have one. It's not that it's not exciting. I, I was excited by the car chase. I thought it was... I feel like I was really dreading the car chase. I know. Because I was like, oh, the freaking car chase where we know everything about every car and all freaking Phoenix. And then as I read it, I was like, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's very ridiculous, but it's kind of fun. I'm glad that um, we did two chapters instead of just 
the cards. Just the cards. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna save up a best. I don't have a best. I'm gonna do a second best. Okay, you can take mine. Um, middle of kind of like top middle five sixty seven. Jasper kept me from steering off the road. His grip on my emotions was so strong in that second that it felt like a fist clenched tight around my throat. Mm, that that's a good a just as like good, his tower is bananas. Truly, <laughs> if I were like, to have anyone's power, I would definitely choose Jasper's. Well, at I don't first, think I could I handle would the pick something else, but yeah, now I would pick Jasper. I couldn't handle the responsibility. You don't have to have responsibility. You could not do it. Just have bad well, then it's a useless power. <laughs> no. I feel like we should only do one chapter next time, even though it's kind of short, because after that, she's in the hospital. Wow. You know? I don't know. We'll talk about Wait. it. Listeners, read two chapters just in case. No, it looks like... No, because then there's the chores chapter, and that comes before the hospital. Tell like you said oh. chores. Chores. I forgot about that so I think we should do yeah two chapters two chapters oh that's such a good chapter yeah (laughs) um do you have a thing that they should write in with as I yeah I do um listeners write in with your favorite chore just kidding don't do that no that's for next that's for yeah that's our our next chapter okay write in and tell us if Jasper could use his power on you. What would you want his power to be used for? Sex. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> Melissa's a sex. Um, but like, I might agree. He could make you feel more confident about yourself. Oh, that's true. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that either. Okay, maybe our listeners do. <laughs> he. I, like I think maybe he could like help me clean my room. <laughs> um, I don't need that either. Wow, I'm on top of my life except for the sex part. <laughs> um also alternatively if you have any commentary on our bad physics truly um, please write in with corrections at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com yeah can y'all prove that olivia's wrong about infinity that'd be cool Um, definitely right about infinity i'm very confident about that one if you'd like to support the podcast check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast Thank you to our current <laughs> patrons, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Josh, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Kings, Gamma, Andrea, and Limi. Follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The no. Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Melissa Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. Well, be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. <laughs> bite me. Bite me. <laughs> <laughs>